Good morning, everybody. We've got a lower trade in the grain markets on Tuesday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, July corn futures down two and three quarters at 331. July soybeans down three and a quarter at 861 and a half. July Chicago wheat down four and three quarters at 506 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat down one and a quarter at 459 and a quarter. July spring wheat down three cents at 521 and a quarter. The U.S. corn crop is 97% planted versus 93 last week and 94 on average. The crop is rated 75% good to excellent, up from 74 last week and above the 70% average. Emergence was pegged at 89% nationally versus 78 last week and 84 on average. The U.S. soybean crop is 86% planted, up from 75 last week and ahead of the 79% average. The crop is rated 72% good to excellent, up from 70 last week and 70 on average. Emergence, 67% nationally uh, for soybeans versus 52 last week and 61 on average. So when you look at at the ratings, the crop progress for uh, the row crops for corn and soybeans, we are off to a very good start. We've got all the potential in the world, but of course, as with any year, you need weather to cooperate. The U.S. winter wheat crop is 7% harvested versus 3% last week and 7 on average. We've seen some fairly significant progress in Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. A lot of other states had little to no progress as of Sunday. That crop rated 51% good to excellent. Uh, that's on par with last week and also on par with the five-year average. So I, I think with this drier weather coming in, uh, winter wheat harvest should accelerate quite a bit. Spring wheat planting is wrapping up. The crop is 97% planted versus 91 last week and 99 on average. Spring wheat only 80, 81% emerged up from 67 last week behind the 91% average. Weather forecasts continue to suggest dry and warm weather for the U.S. Corn Belt uh, beginning about a week from now. If you look at, at anything really past the six or seven day period, we're looking at below normal rainfall for the entire Corn Belt. We're looking at above normal temperatures in western areas, in particular eastern areas, maybe cooler by comparison. So this is a situation that, of course, you look at the calendar. This needs to be monitored closely. Um, the market is not, in my opinion, really paying a ton of attention to this right now. And you may not hear a ton about this in, in the news or in the headlines. The, the funny thing about news is that it tends to follow the market. If we were to rally the corn market 10 cents today, all of the talk would be about the hot and dry forecast. But because the market hasn't really done a whole lot, you haven't really heard much about it. But I would venture to say that if these forecasts um, are still in place and, and come to fruition, um, say a week 10 to 10 days from now, we may start to build some premium into this and inspire some short covering. That would be my thought on the situation. U.S. soybeans are becoming more competitive on the global export market. Brazilian export prices have spiked in recent weeks. They're up about 8% um, just in the last three weeks, I think. U.S. prices have also rallied in that time, in that same time frame, but to a lesser extent. Um, Brazil uh, export values were about 5% above the U.S. as of yesterday, but Brazil is probably still competitive to China given that big freight advantage. Uh, Brazilian, the Brazilian exporters have sold soybeans very aggressively the last couple of months, and uh, that's a factor that, paired with the shift in currency markets, could push additional export business to the U.S. maybe a little bit sooner than what we had thought. The U.S. dollar has lost 18% versus the Brazilian real since mid-May. A weaker dollar, especially versus that Brazilian currency, is a big positive for uh, U.S. exports of soybeans and corn. Our big competition, of course, is in South America. So uh, that's a big. it's a big correction in the value of the, of the dollar versus the Brazilian currency after it hit all-time highs in mid-May. So we've seen a, a big shift there just in the last three weeks. 
Uh, Trump's EPA will allow use of existing dicamba-based herbicide supplies. The EPA uh, made this decision yesterday. Farmers have until July 31st to use existing supplies of uh, this particular herbicide that they had on hand as of June Third, that decision comes after a federal court blocked sales and use of the product last week. Corn market, um, I would say that we've very slowly kind of seen a grind higher here uh, since late April. It's not been a big rally, but we're 22 cents off of the lows in the July corn contract. Not much here in, in regard to short covering at all. Uh, private groups estimating that funds were net short 266,000 contracts at yesterday's close. Again, keep an eye on that weather forecast. Um, I'm, I'm never one to get overly excited about this stuff, but this time of year is, is the time of year to pay uh, closer attention to this. Uh, soybeans, you know, the market uh, kind of broke out above some some multi-week highs, and then we we've settled back down a little bit. But I think the export situation is encouraging, and um, I think that the uh, the demand situation in general is is somewhat constructive. Better export demand uh, crush has been great for months and months and months. Um, you know, the crop is is going to, of course, the crop size and crop potential here in the U.S. is going to play a big role here as well. Uh, the wheat market seems kind of directionless, difficult to identify any sort of trend there. Harvest activity in some of these uh, areas of the southern plains should accelerate, given a dry forecast for the next few weeks. The cattle market was a mixed bag yesterday. Uh, uh, marginal gains in, in the nearby live cattle contracts, some marginal losses in the deferreds. Feeder cattle were lower. The box beef market was lower um, again yesterday. So uh, that trend continues. Just a phenomenal activity, massive rally, massive collapse in boxed beef prices. Ahead of the cash open today, the Dow Jones is down 300 points. Uh, the S&P is down 28, and that's after posting uh, new highs for the move yesterday. The bonds are up a full handle. Uh, U.S. dollars up a little bit. Crude oil is down 44 cents at 37.75 in the July WTI. Gold's up 18 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. If you'd like some help with your grain marketing, go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan, check out my subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. If you subscribe, you'll know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you same time tomorrow.